This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's talk to a smart guy. You know who I'm talking about. DJ Rees, Buck Sideline reporter, also host of the Three Dog Thursday College Football Underdog podcast. Find him on X at Buck Sideline Guy. TJ, good morning to you. What a setup. Yeah. I mean, Chelsea's talking about dumb people that think they're smart, and I'm like, he's about to intro me. Right after she says <laughs> this, he's about to bring me on with the dumb people that think they're smart analogy. All I got to say is that uh, if you have the expert standing there saying to your neighbor that this is the problem and mm-hmm. he doesn't acknowledge it, then maybe you should have encouraged the contractor, slipped him, slipped him a fitty, something yeah. else, and say, go turn the water on where the leak is and make it worse and see right. if he agrees. I will, I will enjoy this thoroughly. Take it next level, Michael. Take That's it next level. That's a good idea. I'm like, oh, you got this. Next level petty. Yeah. What yeah. would an NBA player do? They well, would no, do I that. Don't know, I don't know that I go along with petty. I go along with get the point across. Apparently yeah. the point is not getting across. So get, we talk about this with parenting. And so I, I'm doing this in my household. What, what does it take to get the point across for you to understand yes. this is what we need to do? But I don't think this is why you have me here today. I don't know. Maybe you Maybe do it is today for this venting session. Well, I know a, I know a good um, segue to this. Please. Talking yes. about dumb people who think they're smart. You said the Bucks were going to win the NFC South. Mm-hmm. How's that for a prognostication? Uh, you said at that price. Rough. So I'll give you the tenant there that you said it was like a value play. But the Bucks are 2-0 on plus. the season. Yeah. Are you doubling down on this take? Well, I mean, it was what, plus 650, plus 700 a lot of places? Yes. And we were sitting value back going, there. value definitely there. A lot of star players there. It's early. It's two games. You got to play 15 more for everybody that's 2-0. There are a bunch of teams that are 2-0. But, yes, I mean, early on, you see what Mike Evans and Shaq Barrett and uh, uh, Rashad White, the running back, and Antoine Winfield, the safety, and the different star players this team has, what they can do, what they can contribute. And so, again, uh, I believe the NFC South can be won with an eighth win or maybe a ninth win. And uh, did you watch, I'm saying rhetorically to everybody, did you watch the Saints and Carolina Monday night? Does that look like 11 or 12? Yes, it was unwatchable. Does that look like 11 or 12 win teams to you? So this division very much in play with the eighth win or the ninth win as we get to December and early January. And I think the Buccaneers will probably be right there. This is certainly early season, a large one Monday night that we're coming to with Philadelphia. Because if you find a way to win this game at home, against a team that you've done well against as an organization the last few years. You're now 3-0 and house money, speaking of the daily yeah. tip here. You are you are where a lot of people thought you were going to be at the end of the year, 3-14, and 4-13, and 13, awful post-Brady, and you get off to a 3-0 and start, this would be a good thing. So, TJ, when you talk about Baker Mayfield, he has certainly been surprising thus far. How sustainable is this, and is he being helped by the system that he's in and the talent around him? All of the above, yes. He's kind yeah. of like the contractor that was over at your place, the expert, <laughs> the 40-year guy, who's going, this ain't level right, right here. <laughs> I see where the leak is, and we can do better. And he's been elusive, getting away from the rush. I think I saw this. 
that right now he is the number one quarterback in the NFL against pressure the first two weeks. And that says something on not making mistakes, not throwing interceptions, not making the wrong decision. So he's been great. Again, it's two games. Can he stay healthy? Uh, but he's got leadership. He's getting them in the right play. Sometimes he comes to the line and he sees this ain't going to work. I got to change the play quickly here. He did that several times Sunday against the Bears. So a lot of positive signs so far for the Buccaneers. And uh, we will we will see because right after this, you play the first division game at New Orleans and then you take the quick buy, the early buy this year for the Buccaneers. I think a lot of people were going to be happy with two and two. Now we're getting greedy. Now you're getting greedy that if you can win Monday night, you're at least three and one, if not a shot at four and oh. And that would be one of the shocking things to begin the NFL season that the Buccaneers post Brady could get off to this kind of start. Yeah, that would be absolutely shocking, especially with Baker Mayfield at quarterback. But let's talk about this Eagles and Bucks game. What is the key matchup you think here for the Bucks to at least cover the spread? How do they keep this game close? Good question, and I think it is the ability to stop the run. As much as nobody wants to talk about that in the present-day NFL because running, running the football is almost an afterthought, the Eagles want to cram it down your throat. They want to power run the football to soften you up. And it has been one of the Buccaneers' best parts of their defense is the ability to stop the run. So I think that is as big a thing early on in this game, first half of this game, are the Eagles running it for seven yards, three yards, six yards, eight yards, bust one off, or are the Bucks repeatedly having those carries zero, one, negative one? That is advantage Buccaneers. If they are able to make the Eagles one-dimensional, now Hertz is obviously able to make plays with his feet in the run game. They got to contain him. They did a great job containing Justin Fields. He did nothing Sunday against the Buccaneer front seven. So that's another part of the run game is is Hurts able to get 10 yards, you know, 15 yards on a couple of on a couple of scrambles and hurt the Buccaneers that way. But if you're looking for a key in the first half, are the Eagles able to run it or not? Would be one of those keys. We're talking with T.J. Reeves, Bucks sideline reporter and host of the Three Dog Thursday College Football Underdog Podcast. You can't leave me hanging. How did you leave it with the neighbor and the contractor? What's the oh, end of oh that? God. Oh, sure. Don't oh. egg him on. Oh. Well, no, give me the 10-second version. It was their anger? Were there curse words? How did you leave it? I just have to know that before we move on. TJ, great question, by the way. Great question. What's awesome is, is that my girlfriend walked in while this whole thing was going on, and she knows the whole story of my neighbor, and she's, like, elbowing me, like, see, this guy again. Right, right. The guy said, came into my, well, here's the thing. We're going to have to go in through his drywall instead of the tile because the pipe is right between the two and our two places. So the guy's going to come back. He's going to study the pictures. We just have to convince the neighbor to let him go through their side instead of our side, instead of destroying right. thousands of dollars worth of tile to be All continued. Right. It's a great story. We're still dumb people trying to be stupid <laughs> yes. at this stage, and we'll see if it gets worked out. All right, continue. It's on. a story for the ages, TJ. Thank you for asking. So when you talk about the <laughs> NFC South, are you surprised mm -hmm. that the Saints offense hasn't come together a bit more quickly having brought in Derek Carr and they do have John Gruden sort of on the side helping him? I, I'm, I figure with those weapons, they would have been at least early on a little better than we've seen. Well, and, and they've got Michael Thomas. They've got Chris Olave. Yeah. They can, and they've got some speed. They made a couple of plays Monday night finally. Again, that game was largely unwatchable with Carolina field goal fest. Again, not unlike the Tennessee game. 
they are the most talented roster probably they and the Buccaneers in the NFC South now Atlanta's also 2-0 but New Orleans is probably the team that when you get right down to it will will probably be contending with Tampa Bay at the end Bucks get the Falcons in a couple of weeks off the bye at home for the first meeting between those two and then they don't play again Buccaneers and Falcons till late in the year but Yes, there would be a learning curve with Carr. It's a new offense. It's a new situation. He's thrown a couple of interceptions early on in the year. Again, Baker Mayfield has been basically mistake-free so far. We'll see if that changes against Philadelphia. But New Orleans is clearly talented, and uh, they've got some physical players on defense as well. So this will be fascinating because after the Eagle game, it's Buccaneers in the Superdome against the Saints. And if that is 3-0 against 3-0, that's a fascinating matchup early on in the year that maybe a lot of people didn't have on the radar. All right. So if we are looking at props and I should mention, we don't have a ton of time left. I haven't been paying attention to the bucks that much, but in the prop Uh world, is there somebody you can count on for the Tampa Bay bucks uh, to hit a player prop? Cause right now it looks like Mike Evans cruising. Yes. Chris Godwin catches. I think he's got seven consecutive games going back to last year with at least five receptions. Chris Godwin catches as a good prop. Uh, Rashad White, anytime touchdown, got one last week. There's a good prop while we're just throwing things out. How about Buccaneers, mm-hmm. anytime interception? They've been great at taking the ball away the first uh, couple of games. How about three? Right there. I just gave you three right there quickly on the Nice. Oh, That's better that. than Jenks' home improvement story. Uh, let's not <laughs> exaggerate there, Chelsea. Come on. TJ had to know the not- end of the story. Yes, I could not be left hanging like next week on the soap opera on who's who's breaking up with who. I could not do that. I had to have an answer, some closure to the situation. (laughs) Exactly. And he's given us some insight into the NFC South. Not a lot of closure there. we got a long season ahead and looking forward to having him back. We're talking to T.J. Reeves, Bucks sideline reporter and, again, host of the Three Dog Thursday College Football Underdog Podcast. T.J., always a pleasure. Thanks for being with us. Great to be with you guys. Behave if that's possible and have me back whenever you like to talk Buccaneers. We'll see how relevant they remain. Yeah, looking forward to that. That's going to be fun. Thank you, TJ. I like a man who appreciates a good home improvement story. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.